Searching for something to put a smile back on your face Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb So set your worries to the side Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I'm doing so good. I just got back to the library and I got all my sex books. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's a big collection. I've got... Give me an O, of course, the classic. Classic, yep. Um, no means no, which is a cautionary tale, uh, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. men is from Mars, women are from Venus. That's yeah. also a classic. When you when you went to the library, is the first thing that you said as soon as you opened the doors? Excuse me, where are your sex books? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, that's exactly what I requested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everyone knows that if you're so self-assured about sex, you scream about it when you're yeah. in public. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I also got uh, the book only for special occasions. <laughs> that one might be my favorite. Wow. Wow. Um. Great. Well, we're not alone. This is like probably the cringiest episode of Felicity we've gotten so far. And as soon as we saw the title, I think everyone in the audience was like, we know who's going to guest. It's the man who loves romance and also seemingly loves Noel. So why wouldn't he want to talk about the episode that Felicity and Noel might do it? It's Tom Palmer. Hi, Tom. Hi. Yeah. Can we, <laughs> can we talk about how you kind of teased me last week where yes. you were like, oh, yeah. So you were like, so I don't think there's going to be sex, but. Based on our guest, he's just like a giant pervert. And then Sarah was like, oh, giant pervert. Paul must Who said that? Who said that? I did not say giant pervert. I, you love romance. And tell me that's not true. Tom might be... Uh, Sarah, you tell me if this is untrue. Of all of our friends, I think Tom is the biggest hopeless romantic of everyone. Yeah, I would say so. Tom is a... He loves uh, a love story. Pisces, mm. Venus, as well mm. as I am. So I think that oftentimes we we're very like dive into love first. Like why not just risk it all for the biscuit in a way? So I think biscuit that, like, is sex, right? No, it's romance, Jessica. It's romance. <laughs> it's love. Uh, I'm sorry, so- you didn't do it all for the nookie. Oh my god! Ew. <laughs> 
What is that limp biscuit? Get out of here! Get it all for the nookie. No, uh, that there has that there has to be like a like an X card for a limp biscuit reference on this podcast. Yeah. That was where we went too far. Not any yes. of the other things we've said over our multiple hundreds of episodes. No, that is disgusting. Uh, no, but like I I I mean we have had you, Tom, on. Um, a lot of episodes of, um, uh, God, what was that show that we used to cover? Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Creek. <laughs> <laughs> of Dawson's Creek. And you, of course, were like the lover of love. So I'm very curious to hear how uh, your Felicity journey began. Who are you shipping? Um, and how are you enjoying the adventure? Yeah, so... Felicity was kind of a blind spot in my like initial like run through the CWWB teen dramas. I was into the Dawson's Creek, the Buffy, uh, the Angel, eventually the Smallville, but like I hadn't I hadn't Felicity, and I was like, well, I guess I should I should go back and watch Felicity. So I did like one watch through back in college so 2009 ish um but i haven't watched it since and so my memory of felicity is sort of like where jess's was for dawson's creek where i, I sort of know the big things yeah and i know some of the twists and like i know like a couple of things that happen and who ends up with who but there's like a lot of surprises like I did not know that Richard was a big deal. I would not have been able to, to give you a heads up about Richard. Richard makes a reappearance and I cannot, like when I tell you one of the first like five minutes of this episode, Richard appears and I was like, oh, just wait. Because uh, shout out to everyone who loves Richard. Again, I apologize. I did not know he was such a big deal that people love him. But you know what, Sarah? This is what happens when we cover a show that we've never seen that everyone else loves. It's we're going to roast your faves. It's only a matter of time before I certainly will roast your fave because no one is safe from me. And if you try to start fires in buildings, I used to work in insurance and that's a big ass no, no for me. Not for nothing, I uh, was very supportive of Richard last episode. You were, you were. So I called him a moron. Well, <laughs> I just want to say that it's unfair because he obviously now we know has experience being a junior fighter fighter. So we should have given him like the beliefs and the like given him the 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 the. I don't know the doubt. The, the what is the word I'm looking for? Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt that he knew how to handle a barbecue in the house or in the building because he is a junior firefighter and he put out the fire in this episode. This so is bullshit. I can't um, wait to Richard talk about this. Is our savior. Thank goodness for Richard. Love him. Um, Love it. <laughs> what was the what's the problem? Am I? Not- do you want me to fact check you live on the <laughs> Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> hey. hey. Yeah, he's not the one. It was someone else. What do you mean? He he's ran... not the one that had the fire extinguisher. He's in the group, but he didn't have the fire I extinguisher. I don't remember it that well, way. Well, we're going to talk about it in season one, episode 11. Give me an O, which again, this show, Thomas, is such a fucking tease. It's like, oh, we're going to do finally. So you think they're going to have sex. And then we're going to do give me an O, which obviously as a reference to an orgasm but they're still not going to have sex yeah but this episode at least was about sex 
This is fair. Okay, this is fair. Finally, I have more of a bone to pick because of that. But we're back from winter break. Um, So last we left off, everyone was going home for winter break, except for Julie and Ben, who we thought were boning. But turns out they were not. They're just hanging out as one does. Um, But Felicity is back from vacation. And she's like, I spent two weeks at home. And it was fine. It was great. I love California. But then I decided I miss New York. I need to be home. That's where my home is. But like, let's be real, Tom. She missed Noel's soft, pillowy lips. That's what she missed. Yeah. And uh, she she comes back on a mission. Uh, she's like, yeah. Two weeks away, I was like, I've decided I'm ready to have sex. Like, that's, that's uh, apparently that's what happens when you're away from Noel for two weeks. Yeah, you just want his dick so badly. Like, the thing is, Sarah, like, I guess my problem is, is Felicity jumps from the stage of making out to, like, sex right away. Like, I can't, I mean, I guess we have, we don't know for sure, but we haven't seen them even go, like, under the shirt, down the pants. Like, I don't know. Have they even gone to the other bases first? But does it matter? This woman is 19 years old and she's a virgin. She's ready to lose her virginity. Yeah. And she's been, what, she said two weeks away? Only two weeks, yeah. Look, look, it's not only two weeks. When you are with somebody, you want to be with them constantly. Even a week is horrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Felicity shows back up. Noel's dealing with an RA issue. Richard's, let's talk about this. Richard's roommate has an old Christmas tree. And he wants it to stay up in their dorm room. But Richard says, and I quote, it's a fire hazard. Richard, should we go back a week when you decided to light a fucking barbecue in your dorm room and this tree, this Christmas tree? No, Jessica. It's a fire hazard? No, Christmas trees cause the most amount of house fires um, every year. Well, you want to know why barbecues generally don't cause house fires? Because usually you don't light them indoors. Yeah, I I, no. I think I'm I think I'm kind of with Jess on that, um, but I I do think this is really just a, a a sign that Richard has gone through this incredible character arc, like in, in one, one episode, episode. <laughs> you know, one episode he was like I'm just gonna have a barbecue in my room, and in the next episode he's like fire safety is the number one number one issue for me. If we want to give him that credit, sure, or we could say he's a hypocrite, but sure, we could give him the credit. Um, and I, I will agree with Richard that leaving your Christmas tree up until February is fucking insanity. Now, if you have a fake Christmas tree, I, I get it a little bit more. If you're like, this brings me joy for the entire month of January. Sure. But if you have a real Christmas tree, that thing is not going to have a single ass needle left on it by February. There's no, no way. No, they're just all dried out. That's the thing. And that's what makes them really susceptible to fire. Mm-hmm. Um travelersinsurance.com gives us oh, stop it 10 <laughs> tips to make sure that your christmas tree doesn't catch on fire number wow. two is water your christmas tree daily yeah it is no it's a big problem there are at least 200 fires um that like cause your entire house to burn down now what does it say if you google barbecuing indoors what does it say if you google that um, I will tell you <laughs> indoor house fires. No, indoor barbecue. Bar- I did barbecue okay, okay, indoor house right. fires. Leave me the fuck alone. Get off my shit. 
I'm I'm concerned about fire safety. You're obviously not because you're not concerned about the Christmas tree. Oh, I agree about the Christmas tree. Get it out of there. Uh, there's nothing about grilling indoors. Mm, okay. Uh, well, Noel decides that the way to solve this is to just break a branch off and be like, here you go. Not a bad luck. And it's not a fire hazard. Get out of my face. But I don't know why he doesn't just throw the dead tree out. I think he's just so excited to see Felicity. He's like, whatever gets this tree out of the hall, I'm gonna just bring it into my room, I guess. My dad said every year his favorite week of the year was when, um, all the nice Christian people put their Christmas trees out to get thrown out because yeah, by then, the yeah, because because he he was a Christmas hater. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's whatever. This might all, yeah, this might also explain why Sarah's like really telling us about how Christmas trees start fires too. I think <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a also a Christmas hater. No, I'm not. I have a Christmas <laughs> tree Christmas. most years. Um. And so Felicity and Noel are reunited and he is also has this huge iMac, which Sarah, we've talked Mm. about. I feel like a ton is these iMacs that had the pretty colors and he has a blue one. It's this one's my favorite. This is the computer that I learned how to type on the elementary school had these computers in our computer lab and I was obsessed with them. I loved the colors. I think that our school had the blue ones, but there was, I just wish they would bring them back because then you can see all the electronic bits in the back. Tom, do you remember these? Oh, 100% I remember these. Yeah, they were they were pretty cool. Like, I think this was like, I'm a PC person, but this was like the, the, the best looking uh, Mac. This was the one where I was like, maybe I want to be a Mac person instead. They're very aesthetically pleasing. I will I will give Apple the credit that their devices, their computers are all very sleek looking. Uh, and this one is no exception. Um, but Felicity picks the wrong time to say, I've been thinking and I think we should have sex because Noel just straight up drops the computer. That is terrible. That's an expensive thing to drop like that. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully he got Apple Care because if he did not, <laughs> then he's fucked. I think he uses duct tape later to put it together. So is he great. is fucked. No Apple yeah. Care. You got well, he's not fucked. Apple Remember, care. they decided not to fuck true you gotta get the apple care you really do it's really important i don't know if they count dropping your computer under the uh the the apple care rules but you gotta get it Mm -hmm. and tom felicity is speaking to sally because of course she is um Mm -hmm. and she Mm -hmm. says that like i've been i know it seems very suddenly but i've been thinking about this all the time she says ever since i got to college i felt disconnected like everyone's had sex and she just walks around and she's like yep they've had sex they've had sex (laughs) can you do that in real life tom can you indicate who's had sex and who has great is it sex star i don't know well i mean i I think i don't think it's sex star i think she just thinks everyone has had sex and so she's just randomly pointing at people Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, those two sex. have definitely had sex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can do that. Yeah. Mm, um, maybe this is my new game. Who's had sex and who hasn't? <laughs> yeah. Do you ever, okay, if you, like, if you went to a restaurant, do you ever, like, look around and try to determine, like, people's relationships with each other? Like, oh, they're on a first mm-hmm. date versus, oh, they've been dating for years versus, uh, oh, they're, like, there's trouble in paradise with that couple. Yeah. Sarah, like do you time. ever do that? Um, I'm focused on my date. I do not believe that, but <laughs> you don't. You're, 
No, I believe that you are very Snoopy and would want to know what everyone was up to. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious, but I don't remember if I've ever like really sat like at least recently. Well, mm-hmm. honestly, I don't go to restaurants that much anymore. Maybe that's my problem. I was going to say I don't go to mm-hmm. restaurants a ton, but I've I've done it in the past. Um, but yeah, this is the game that Felicity is playing. Uh, and then she meets up with Julie and we get a nice update from Julie where she says that she did tell her parents about what happened to her with Zach and they actually got it. They didn't make her feel guilty. Her dad even hugged her. And so like very, very exciting, Zara, that Julie had a really a decent time telling her parents about this. That's phenomenal news. I'm really glad that Julie decided to be open with her parents. I know that in the last episode, she was really concerned that if she was opening up to her parents they would look at her differently and i'm glad that she got over that fear um Mm -hmm. so that was huge i'm really happy for julie and i'm happy that julia seemed to have a very good christmas break between spending time with her parents but also spending time with ben Mm -hmm. yeah and so ben walks up and uh they all kind of say hi and it's a little awkward because like Felicity says she met Ben's dad and he's like oh they seem nice it's like it was like really awkward but then Ben Tom turns to Julie and he's like oh how have you been so like they're play acting like they haven't been hanging out yes yes they're they're definitely having a charade in front of uh Felicity uh because I think they I think they both know like even though like it makes no sense at all for Felicity to like uh have any like ownership over Ben like they both know like she's gonna freak out and um they're 100% right and um are they though because I just don't know if Felicity and her height of like really being into Noel at this time like would have freaked out but also they're acting out of experience and uh via experience every single time they shared something with Felicity. You're right. Mm-hmm. She did freak out. I think this time in particular, I think that what she said that she was angry about is actually valid where she's like spilling out her guts to Julie and Julie did not tell her and then told no before her. Yeah. I, I think I totally agree with you, Sarah. I think like, I don't expect Julie to say it right away, right? Like, they're about to sit down for class. They're not in, like, they're not sitting one-on-one. So this interaction makes sense where, like, you know, Ben and Julie are keeping it a little hush-hush until Julie has the opportunity. But then she has the opportunity and doesn't take it. And partly, obviously, because Noel says, oh, no, don't tell her right now. You have to wait. Mm -hmm. So it's not, you know, I don't put it all on Julie. Um, But certainly, I think that's we'll talk about it about like what percentages we think Felicity is actually upset about like the fact that Julie and Ben are together and what part of her is upset that, that Julie held this, you know, withheld this information. But was it a situation where Felicity is going to get upset no matter what? And, and like, this just determines like what she's getting upset. Like she was either going to get upset. Yeah. I think I, I think they were in a rock and a hard place. And I think they, they, there was no way like, Oh, like, they could have taken the high ground and told her and then her freak out would have been less justified. But I think she was freaking out regardless. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. So then uh, Felicity is back to work at Dean and DeLuca and like, no timing, please. Like coffee shops are so busy, especially a New York city coffee shop. And he comes in and he's like, 
how, can you imagine going all the way to Dean and DeLuca? I mean, I don't know how far it is from the campus, but he's just like, hey, I just wanted to double check. You like, you definitely want to like fuck. And, and Felicity's like, yeah, uh, but you know what? Why, like, we should have this conversation in a public place over the counter. And I definitely need to bring up that you should get tested for HIV. <laughs> I mean, this place just seems like the place to go strictly for the gossip and messiness. Javier so, is standing over there like, yeah. yes, no, spill the fucking tea. Yeah, I really would at this point like to go to Dean DeLuca just to listen in on these fools. I bet there are some customers who go there like just to get the scoop on Felicity's nonsense. Like they they show mm. up and Felicity's not working. And they're like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't even like coffee. I I, <laughs> <laughs> I just love. I will say, like, I'm gonna give Noel credit here. When Felicity says this, like, I want you to get tested, he immediately is like, of course, absolutely, like, I will. You know, no uh -huh. problem at all. He's he he, honestly. I don't know what Noel wouldn't do to have sex with Felicity. Like, he would walk over fire. He would swim a mile across a lake. Like, he would do anything to fuck Felicity right now. Well, don't yep. you want somebody who is obsessed with you, though? Because, yeah. Like, I, I want somebody to go to the end of the earth for doing anything for me. I think my problem is it's a little too – it comes on a little too strong. Like, to the point where when I could see – all of the white around Noel's eyes from how wide his <laughs> eyeballs are. It's just a little too much for me. Little too eager beaver. I think so. Like, boy, calm down like a little bit. I mean, but, but like, <laughs> say it, Tom. Say it. He's a teenage guy. This is what he. This is like all he wants. This is this is entire. This is entire. What well, wait, no, he didn't he fuck Hannah, right? Like they didn't. They didn't have sex while he, she visited. No, right? Did they? Mm, I don't remember. Debatable, well, I think. I mean, I don't know. It's a little bit of a mystery. He's because... such a horn dog. I just like. I mean, again, he's a teenage boy. Like I get it, but like I feel like you need to like go. I don't know, go punch a punching bag or something. Like, get no. out some of this energy. No, just come. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Do you think he needs to do, like, a pre-date masturbation session situation? I mean, if he wants any positive, if he wants her to have any sort of a good time, I think so. He needs to, yeah. He needs to, what I, is it, fluffer? No, that's the other thing. Never mind. <laughs> I oh. experienced people getting way too excited too fast when I was trying to lose my virginity it like absolutely got kicked down the line a few times because of that so yeah. yes i do think so yeah we'll talk about it when it comes up but uh the way uh -huh. felicity was going about about this this was not gonna last very long no this was no <laughs> she was like we'll get to it Felicity kind of broken things um and then we have this little side storyline between apparently Blair is back Blair is now back on the show and he has gotten Elena a gift and the problem is she opens it and she loves she says she loves it she has no fucking idea what this thing is uh Sarah can I tell you what I thought this thing was at first um what did you think it too I thought it was a tube top I thought it was a book cover when I first saw it. Oh, a book sock? Yeah, remember book socks? Of That's what it looked like to me. And socks. I thought it was going to be way worse when she was wearing it and showed yeah. up. And he's like, a book cover. 
I mean, Tom, if essentially it was a survivor buff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And as we know from survivor, you can really use those survivor buffs in like many different mm -hmm. ways. So like, yeah. Yeah. They could be tube tops. They could be headbands as it was. They could be skirts. All the tiny little girls get to wear it as skirts. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, they could be wristbands. They can be scarves. So honestly, yeah, but... it's a versatile piece of fabric. And that honestly, when she wears it as a skirt later, like, it doesn't look bad. Like, it's a very short skirt, but, like, I've seen shorter, you know? Like, her booty wasn't hanging out, so I think it was fine. Yeah, she pulled it off. Yeah. yeah. I think um, that it could be anything and everything you want to be, but she is bamboozled. And it is, I mean, it's the first gift that he's ever gotten her, and she didn't want to offend him. So she mm -hmm. was just like, I love it. And then she had to just try to figure it out uh throughout the rest of the episode which mm -hmm. was funny because she wound up asking noel she asked felicity um, yeah and she's so cute about this like i i love seeing elena who can be a bit tough you know what i mean like she she has a little bit of walls up at times i love her being like well i can't ask him now i've already said i liked it I just thought it was, yeah. like, really cute. And also, good on Blair for, like, getting her a surprise little gift. We love that. Yeah. I mean, like, it was a good effort. How oh, do we feel about helpful. clothing as, like, the first gift you get? I, I think it's a bold move. Uh, well, it's technically, it's a hair thing. So I don't think that's as bold as clothing. Um, I guess. It's yeah. a little bit of a bold move to get someone something and be like, I thought about you when I saw this. Because what if they fucking hate it? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they can hate yeah. it or they can have no idea what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's well, nice it's that he, he got her something. So we like that. Sure. Gifts. Love a gift. Um, yeah. Noel, then this is so fucking weird. What a weird conversation. Noel sees Ben and he's just like, apparently they're fucking friends now or something. Cause he's just like, Hey Ben, how you doing? And he's like, good. How are you? And he's like, great. The doctor says, great. Every indication is I'm just fine. And it's like, no, are you okay? Did you, did you eat that weird smart juice again? Like, did you eat beets? What's happening? Can I explain what's going on in this scene? Because yes, there's the subtext here is that Noel's about to have sex with Felicity and he's kind of like rubbing that in Ben's face without ever actually saying it, but like he knows. And yeah. so he's, he's like, like a round. Oh, hey, ben. buddy, I'm great. How are you? <laughs> and so even though he doesn't say it, like he's mentally like just thinking about it. And so that's like why he's approached Ben. And he's like, he's like, I've got the upper hand now. Even though some random girl comes up to the two of them and invites Ben and specifically not Noel, which is like one of the most out-of-pocket things I've seen. Uh, he's just like, I've got the upper hand now. <laughs> well, yeah, because like Ben gets randomly invited by some random girl to something and Noel's like, you know what? Yesterday, that would have bothered me. But you know what? Today it doesn't. <laughs> it's like, okay, Noel. I believe it. It's like, oh, he's like, well, you know what? I would have hated you, but now it's amusing. It doesn't, it doesn't affect me. Life is moving on. Things are changing. Yeah. And Noel so badly wants to be like, nanny, nanny, nanny. Felicity wants to, Felicity wants to fuck me. Yeah. No, I mean that's exactly what it is. <laughs> like he is absolutely just like dunking on him and just trying so hard to not rub in his face yeah. it's a little obnoxious but it's so obnoxious like it's <laughs> it's essentially like a dick measuring contest but no one's pulling their dick out well, it's ridiculous ben 
just doesn't give a fuck, right? Ben has no idea what the fuck is even going on. Because it's not like Ben ever truly liked Felicity as far as we know. It's just like a contest in Noel's own head against yeah. Ben. Well, that's the thing. Okay, Tom, I know. So you you know a lot more, right? Like you're spoiled on certain aspects. I know this is not going to happen, but I would love if for the rest of Felicity, for the rest of these four seasons, this rivalry was only one-sided. I would love if Noel continually was against Ben and Ben was just like, I'm not, I don't care. <laughs> very funny. But it's not going to happen. It's definitely going to be like a back and forth, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't remember a lot about the Noel-Ben relationship. I don't think it's as intense as the Pacey Dawson uh oh rivalry. yeah 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 um i do think we've got it is maybe is well no pacey dawson was pretty uh two-sided they both really sort of were against each other yeah yeah they yeah. were the real frenemies here but it, it seems like ben really is just like i am in my own lane and things just keep happening to me like yeah. Poor he Ben. Goes, Again, I'm, poor fucking yeah. Ben. He just well, gets, he gets stalked. <laughs> yeah. Like put in this triangle for no reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. He gets put in the triangle for no reason. And then he gets in trouble for cheating, even though he had nothing to do with it. Like, really, at this point in time, poor Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the other thing I'll say is Noel doesn't say I'm having going to have sex with Felicity. Probably is like, that would be too crass. But if Ben asked anything, Noel would be like, well, I mean, if you want, if you want to know. I'll, yeah, I you guess basically will... cried it out of me. Yeah, like, he's ben itching. He's ben itching for Ben to ask. Any, ben doesn't ask anything. But if Ben asked just a little, I, I bet Noel would have like immediately been like, yeah, I guess. Noel, I guess Noel is that person who like enters the room, like sits down next to you and gives you like a smirk or a smile and is begging you to ask them what's going on. Why are you so happy? That's all he wants all he wants <sighs> no i can't uh meanwhile and by the way yes by the way i i i've got this insight because i've 100 done this uh not this exactly but i've definitely been like said things with where with the, like the hope that uh someone would ask uh more questions to find out oh. what i was talking about okay so i'm just yeah. gonna ask questions <laughs> and you will tell me got it no problem uh, meanwhile, Felicity is being just so cringy, so, so cringy. She goes to a bookstore <laughs> and she's like, I'm not going to be embarrassed about sex because I'm an adult. And so she walks in and like straight up to the counter, counter and goes, excuse me, where are your sex books? And she practically <laughs> shouts it in this, in this uh, bookstore. <laughs> I love it. It is so funny. And yeah, it's very cringy, but She's just trying desperately to figure out what to do. She wants to be prepared. She wants to research. And yeah, she is definitely talking a little bit too loud because the bookstore lady is like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, she. the lady goes like, oh, is this for a class? And Felicity's, Felicity's like, no, I'm buying them for my personal edification. And she's like, oh, what like specifically were you looking for? And she's like, um, you know, having it. <laughs> Yeah, and she's basically got Jess voice where she is just so loud and oh, she's projecting. Jess voice. <laughs> and it's, the it's bookstore Felicity. lady and Felicity's like, Am I oh, am I making you uncomfortable? Or, no, it's just you're really, really loud. Like there's yeah. like, I'd well, like right next to you, you don't need to be so loud. 
It's worse because Felicity, so Felicity has Mars and Venus in the bedroom. Um, but she says the problem is it doesn't have a lot of pictures. And I'm a very visual person. Um, Felicity, may, might I introduce you to the Kama Sutra? Maybe that is more of, mm. of your, your taste. I just think that she should just watch porn. That's how you learn how to do everything. Well, yes, but as we discussed, this is the 90s. So I don't know how much she could find. I mean, does she even have a computer? Is she could borrow noise. So the, I, we do need to take a history lesson because this came up on, on Buffy as well, where like internet porn is, yes, it's a thing at this point, but it is not as, uh, uh, as advanced as uh, mm-hmm. being easy to access as you two are making it out. To, at, at I don't agree because I watched um, the Pam and Tommy thing, doc, like movie and that, that, that thing that video was very available very quickly. Hmm. It, um, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know the specifics like, as on that one. a teenage boy. I can tell you. <laughs> yes, I can tell you. It was not as easy as uh, just as it is now. Yeah, and the problem is like I don't. Okay, listen. Felicity is being a lot in this scene but the clerk is like also i don't know being the most helpful like she's just like oh do you know how good it feels and felicity's <laughs> like well no that's the point i'm a virgin and the clerk's like no it's a book <laughs> that was funny i, I mean like that was yeah. a very funny play on words uh and eventually she settles on purchasing the book give me an o yeah, uh, and the clerk says page forty six is really I something just, i want to know what's on page 46 so bad so I, mean, I did some research. Um, Let's on page 46, Tom. Well, so here's the thing. I looked into uh Gimme an O and um I couldn't I the book this is this is a f- fictional book. Um devastating. Because the only Gimme an O I could find was um written in 2005 um by mm. Kayla Perrin. Um has nothing at all to do with um, Felicity. Uh, it's oh. a Does that do with orgasms, novel. though? So <laughs> it's the story of a football player who um, his he has a prenup with his wife. I mean, do you want the whole book yeah. report? I, yeah, okay. of course. So, yes, yeah. please. He's he's a football player, quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. Um, oh, wait. The Raiders are now in Las Vegas. Give me an O. Yeah. Oakland uh, they are now but they were in oakland at the time and he's his wife is ginger and his him and his wife have a prenup whereas he cheats on his wife he's he has to pay her five million dollars hell yeah <clears throat> and uh love a prenup there's a photograph that goes around with him sort of by uh, a woman of the oh. night uh a woman worker. of the night tom yeah <laughs> You mean a prostitution? No, oh, sex worker, I, I sex yes. worker, Sarah. sex worker. Yes. Okay. Not so a that comes out, and so Ginger is filing for a divorce, and he's gonna have to pay her five million dollars. Yeah. So he decides he's going to kidnap uh, the sex therapist, Doctor Love, um, who's who she has just written this uh, book called The Big O, and he's gonna get mm. the sex therapist to convince his wife uh. to take him back. And the sex therapist is like, I should just call the police. There's a I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of. Hold on. Uh, is this available on Libby? <laughs> <Sarah wants to read. laughs> 
Well, yeah, you can hold on. I can. Can I request this book? Okay, what? How else long done? is it? How many hours on Libby? It's uh like three hundred pages, four maybe four hundred. That's not too bad. Um, and the sex therapist is like, I should just call the police on this guy. I shouldn't go mm -hmm. with him. But there's a twist. Can you guess what the twist is? Is the sex therapist in love with him? Not, I don't know. That's a little strong. The twist is this football player is very hot. And so even uh, though she's like, I should How's go this a twist, Tom? <laughs> I assumed that. Well, and so they like they go off and they sort of have adventures and hijinks. And wow. at some point, Ginger, the wife, kills this Russian mobster. Um, what? Why is there a Russian mobster in the book? Jess. This is incredible. Tom, well, I appreciate all of the hard work and research you did for getting yeah, you know. Thank you. See, I'm not just a pervert. That was I, a I, I'm not, <laughs> not just a pervert. Some... You could have said I'm not a pervert, and instead you said I'm not just a pervert. I brought something to the table for this oh podcast. My God. Yeah, you can't get you can't get the whole book on Libby. You can just That's get a sample. Well, you yeah. should get the sample and then report back, Sarah, if it's good. Um, uh, it's, it's not very good. I, <laughs> how far did you read this book? I read all of it. Wait, how did you read all of it? Look, I thought you had like read a wiki synopsis. It's on Kindle. What do you mean it's on Thomas. Google? They, they on released Kindle. the whole PDF. You it on, no, yeah, Kindle. You on Kindle. Kindle. Oh, Kindle. Oh my God, Tom. That is the most. You did too much, Tom. You did too much. Not enough. Because you could have it's done a dramatic reenactment. <laughs> for a podcast. I, don't know, I don't know how I would have oh done a dramatic re reenactment of the story. I don't oh know. my um, gosh. All right. Yeah. Anyway, uh getting back to Felicity. So yeah, she gets she gets gimme an O. Um, and then we go to Ben and Sean's apartment, and Sean is unhappy um because mm. there is a toothbrush and it is Julie's toothbrush, and he says there's a rule, no live-in girlfriends. And Ben says, well, Julie's not my girlfriend. And Sean says, well, she has a toothbrush here. And that means she's your girlfriend. That's what that means. Sarah, where do you fall on this argument? Uh, true statement. Yeah, if I kind you, of agree with this. Yeah. Yeah. If you start leaving stuff at people's houses, then that means that you're more than just hooking up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tom, what do you think? No, I agree. And so, like, my question is, is this a rule? Because, like, now he wants Julie to pay some of the rent. Like, what's... <laughs> like, why is this like a rule that i mean like, sean no seems like someone who would nickel and dime a bit because we talk we'll talk later about like the whole laundry mm -hmm. situation but sean puts this in a very crass way where uh because ben is saying listen she's had a couple rough couple months i'm just like helping her out and sean calls julie a real estate investment where you buy an inexpensive piece of land and you know you're going to build on it eventually when the value goes up but you take your time um he just called Julie damaged goods, and I don't like that. Wait, essentially, damn it! Oh, I didn't get. Uh, I guess it's kind of. He says an inexpensive it... piece of land. He didn't call her like a luxury apartment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, but I mean, like honestly, I mean, like I guess, like the 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 other like a fixer repper type of situation. That's what you can call it. Yeah, it's like a little rude, but I feel like. I don't know. At least eventually she could be valued very highly. That's 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 yeah. nice. It's kind of like a she's all that type of thing. You got to just like uh, put on take off the glasses and strain the hair. And then all yeah. of a sudden you're a hot girl. Is he just describing friendship, though? 
Like, is well, that that's is the like, thing? Like, isn't that all? Like, don't we all put a lot of work into it for the end goal to be like your significant other for life? Or, um, yes, but usually people don't phrase it in terms of like, yeah. I'm putting in the work now to reap the benefits later. Like, Ben is just trying to be a good friend, and Sean is making it seem like Ben is trying to like work Julie over time so that eventually he can have her. Like, the way Sean puts it is like a little off putting and mm -hmm. creepy. Um, and then Julie shows up. And she uh, she talks to, to Ben about this whole situation. She says, like, I think I have to tell Felicity. Like, I felt so awful and awkward this morning not saying anything. And Ben is like, well, are we not going to hang out? Because, like, Felicity's feelings are going to be hurt. And she says, no, I just want to I just want to be honest. And Ben says, OK, well, you should tell her then. Um, and I like, listen, I I felt for Julie here. I feel like she hasn't had a, t a good time of it lately. And I think that Tom, she's really afraid of losing Felicity's friendship or, you know, with this whole Ben situation. And I think she likes being friends with Felicity, but she also likes hanging out with Ben. And she's afraid that of doing anything that's going to like rock the boat right now. Yeah. It's, it's messy. Um, and I don't think it's, a. It, it might not necessarily be a situation where she has to choose one or the other. But it's it's fairly close to being that. Like, uh, there's like even like Felicity has like a fairly positive reaction at the end of this episode, um, and she's with Noel, so it seems like everything's okay. But at the back of your head, I think I don't believe it for a second. Yeah, I think Felicity has grown. I'm really happy for her. Mm -hmm. She's moved past this. Mm -hmm. We'll see. I, I I mean, I think she's going to lose her mind in a matter of episodes. Yeah. Um, but for now, she's having a great time because turns out Noel donated blood recently. And in order to donate, you have to not be you have to be HIV negative. And he's like, and I haven't had sex since then. So I am medically safe sex material, baby. How sexy is that, Sarah? <laughs> I mean, uh, being clean is very sexy. I yeah. Would, yeah, I think that's very um, sexy. Can I tell you what's not sexy? What's that? Pulling out your planner and being like, hey, no. when do you want to fuck? Oh, okay. So <laughs> this is so bad. And I remember like this was something that my therapist suggested to me once. And I was like, I can't schedule sex. It's just so not sexy. It's so painful. And like, I feel as though, like, these two should not be doing this. It's bad enough when like couples that have been together for like 500 years have to do this. But a young couple, uh. Okay. <laughs> On the flip side, uh, I think pretty much everything Felicity does is sexy to Noel at this point. Um, as you can, you can, and I think he sees that planner and, he, and he's like, oh, she actually wants to do this. And Felicity's Felicity. Felicity's going to Felicity. And mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Noel's he doesn't really care. Like any way he gets sex, he doesn't care. And I love them flipping through days. And it's so funny to me because it's like, okay, Felicity, I just, I'm not, I'm just going to say this is not going to take very long. Like you don't, you don't need that much time to set aside, but she's like, Oh, sorry. I have a lecture this day. I have a lab this day. I'm working this other day. He's like, Oh, well, can't you just tell Javier all the juicy deets and he'll get someone else to schedule for you. And she's like, absolutely. Yes. That's let's do that. 
And she writes in her planner, no sex. Not even a code word. Like, girl, we all have been, like, putting a red marker oh. on our planners for years to, like, show we have our period on this day. You can yeah. do, like, a code word, ma'am. You don't need to, like, blatantly write no sex in your planner. Actually, this is a great idea. Hold on. One sec. Let me do some research. I don't want to know what your research is. I you she has okay for the listeners. Sarah gets a look on her face sometimes, and she has a look <laughs> right now that she is like gonna either troll me or tell me something I don't want to hear. Yeah, just do you think Adam's about to like pop up in the back of the screen like with a, with no Adam's thing. in Indianapolis with a, list, with a list of every time they've had sex recently. Oh, I have that. No, do you I want don't it? Need that no, thank you. I'm good. Thank you. Wait, hold on. Do you, uh, do you do you want it, Tom? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it would be weird if I said yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so I have I have it marked in my calendar. Yeah, yeah. We're we're forty minutes into the podcast and not even halfway through the episode. Let me live. Uh, uh, listen, you live as much as you want, but I don't need to live in the place <laughs> that you live. <laughs> I, I just I just assumed Sarah was going to put that into her shared calendar with Adam, like sex and then we and Adam was gonna like message and be like wait what what's yeah going i on? need to send him a calendar invite there you go we have a meeting <laughs> we have a meeting tonight um and uh and i love felicity saying like just let me know if you need to reschedule and noel again being like I, it was cute and it was funny but again a little too much where he's just like i can guarantee that's not going to be a problem yeah and so yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, better yeah. not send it to his work email. Oh my uh, God. So I haven't had this exact conversation, but I definitely have had the conversation where I've like asked someone out and they're like, oh, well, I'm busy that day. And so I'm like, well, what about the next day? Oh, no, you're busy that day. Well, what about the next day? Because uh, just for anyone listening, uh, if you want to get out of a date, don't say you're busy. Just say you're, you don't want to do it. Because if you're just say you're busy, the guy will like just be like, oh, well, what about the next day then? Yeah. Uh, Sometimes oh, you don't yeah, subtlety yeah. is not great. You need to actually be yeah. blunt about mm -hmm. it. Uh and so Felicity is listen, we love a prepared queen. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love this move from Felicity. She goes to the health office. She's trying to get some like birth control pills. And immediately she she knows her fucking facts where she's just like, Yes, the pills are great against pregnancy, but they're not good about against sexually transmitted diseases. Uh -huh. And so the guy's like, Okay, great, here are some condoms. And he has like I've never heard of a health office having like mint flavored condoms available. Oh, yeah. No, this was like he pulls out like a tea box. Have you ever seen a like yes. a tea box that they do? So that he brings out a tea box with like all these different condoms and yeah, tons of options. Ribbed, we got latex, lubricated, lu lubricated. Ribbed for her pleasure. Yeah, the spermicidal condoms for extra. I remember extra. that from Trojan, it being like ribbed for her pleasure. Her pleasure. Mm -hmm. The ones yeah. that are like fire and ice. I don't think, listen, I don't want icy hot anywhere near my genitals. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. So yeah. she has so many options. My thing is, is that this so felt like an after school special on safe sex. Well, yeah, because he even shows her how to put it on. It was like very obvious that that's what this was yeah. supposed to be. And it was just like a smidge obnoxious because I just felt like it took us out of it because it just was so obvious that. Carrie Russell was told to like 
make sure you say these exact things because teenagers are going to be watching this and we want to give them good information. But then again, it's very good that, you know, these shows are doing this and advocating for safe sex. It's just like a little hokey for me. Yeah. Listen, we want to make sure kids learn this information. Like, Mm-hmm. They should be learning it from their parents. If they don't learn it from their parents, they should be learning it from the school. And if they don't learn it from their school, they're going to learn it from this episode of Felicity. Like, mm-hmm. one way or the other, they're going to get this information. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so Felicity is, like, leaving her the health office. And she bumps into Julie, who's, like, on her way in to see the counselor. And, again, according to Julie, she was going to do counselor and then talk to Felicity. So she's a little bit taken aback. But Felicity immediately is just like, oh, it's about sex. We're going to fuck. Nolan and I are going to fuck. And I just wanted to talk to the health guy. And Julie's like, oh, that's so great. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and uh, Felicity's like, yeah, I didn't know if I should mention it to you because of the whole Zach thing. Um, but Julie's like, no, 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 of course not. Like, you should definitely talk to me. Uh, this is like such a great thing. I'm so happy for you. Uh, and Julie's like, okay, like I got to run. And again, it's like, especially because Felicity's like, Oh, I feel so terrible not telling you everything. And it's like, ugh. but I guess, I don't know, Sarah, part of me feels a little like sympathetic towards Julie, because if she's running late for an appointment, this really does feel like a conversation you kind of want to like sit down and have like time blocked off for it. You know what I mean? You're not, it's not something you want to like say to something as you're passing them by on the street. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be advocating for Julie throughout this entire episode because it was just a losing game at this point like she i mean she number first and foremost she does not have to ask permission from felicity to have a relationship with ben it is ridiculous um her and ben met separate from felicity and also they hit it off separate from felicity felicity never dated ben they're barely friends well they are friends but they're barely friends anyway it, she doesn't need to ask permission it is a courtesy for her to tell felicity and i just feel so bad that julie feels like so guilty about hooking up with ben when felicity has no ownership over ben now furthermore i also want to say that um yeah, you're right. Like, it's not the right time. And there's times where she did want to talk about it. But then she was told by Felicity's boyfriend not to say anything. So it's like, what mm-hmm. is, what's a Julie to do? It's a losing game at this point. Mm-hmm. Sarah, do you wish you were friends with Julie instead of me and Jess? Because <laughs> yeah, maybe. When, when Felicity comes to Julie and is like, I'm about to go have sex. I feel like me and Jess were like, well, we don't really need to hear about that, um, Sarah. Where, yeah. I, where Julie was like, oh, awesome. Like, is that, would, would, would you prefer that? To be fair, Felicity is about to lose her virginity, not no. have sex for the billionth time. No, I would love to. I would, if my friends told me, well, actually, me and my friend Michelle, we talk about it, and I'm always like rooting her on all the time. Like, go, go you. Have a good time. As Adam would say, go forth and fuck. No, I said that. I thought Adam said it. Well, no, don't, he was there don't when you steal said my it. quotes for me. Sorry, I have one thing sorry. in life is that I have, you have one thing. Is one thing <laughs> is your one thing. Quotable quotes and just don't take it from me. Um, yes, of course. Like I would love for you guys to tell me, and not for nothing. Like behind the scenes, I, I get more information from Jessica than one would assume. Thank you. There you go. 
Julie's hat is hideous, <laughs> but we can slide right past that. Um, Noel is doing sit-ups as like this guy is here trying mm -hmm. to fix his mm -hmm. computer. He says, I've never done a sit-up in my life, except for when I thought I might score, which is so pathetic. That is pathetic. It's <laughs> pathetic. Like, what does Noel think is gonna happen? He's gonna do like 10 sit-ups and his abs are just gonna pop out. So yeah. I don't really have the figure that this would work, but for the people who do have like abs, uh you do like a, like a quick workout. You can get some definition on there. Um, okay. Is my understanding. Um, really? Like I think when actors are filming like actual sex scenes, I, I do think they do some sit ups like right before. Wow. This is the thing. Maybe I have no I, I have no personal knowledge, but I I think it might be a thing. Yeah. Uh, Julie decides now's the perfect time to pick a Noel's brain about this whole situation. <laughs> And she immediately strikes fear in the heart of Noel when she says it's about Ben and Felicity. And Noel's like, no, no, no. My worst fears have come true. They're bugging. <laughs> this guy is such a loser in this he's moment. He's such a simp for Felicity. Yeah, he's like, just tell me and like break the news. Are they hooking up? And Julie's like, no, 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 no. I have to ask you about Ben and me and Felicity. And she explains that she is actually seeing Ben. They are seeing each other. They are, uh, they're just, they be chilling, right, Jess? Yeah, they be chilling. They're they hanging chilling. out a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they be chilling and hanging out a lot. And uh, basically, she's like, I want to tell Felicity and Ben. I mean, oh, I do this every episode. Noel. Like, mm -hmm. legitimately tells her not to tell him to say anything. He's like, basically, he's like, don't fuck this up for me. Because I yeah. want to have a stress-free day fucking Felicity. And I don't need you ruining this for me. And he encourages her to keep it a secret. So, once again, this is fully and completely Noel's fault. Yeah. I totally agree. Like, he's just like, listen, I think Felicity has moved past Ben and Julie agrees because she heard mm. about them, you know, like, oh, you're going to have sex. Uh, but Noel says, okay, but just in case, just in case, because the fear is so real, please do not tell her right away because that's going to fuck everything up. Which, like, listen, I kind of get it from Noel's perspective, but also at the same point in time, I, you shouldn't be having sex with Felicity if you think she's not over Ben anyway. Like, you shouldn't mm -hmm. be moving forward in your relationship if you truly don't think that she's over Ben. So, like, I don't I don't know. But I will say, uh, before we get Tom's opinion, I will say, I did love hearing more about, more from Julie about, like, what exactly is going on with her and Ben. Like, she said, like, I just went over there and I, I can't sleep. And so I went over there and he was so kind and we just talked. And now I've just been sleeping over there. And I thought, like, that was so freaking sweet of Ben to just be like, just be there for her as like a true friend. And Sarah, you know me. I love nothing more than a friendship that evolves into a romance. And so mm -hmm. I was very much on board with this whole thing. Um, but Tom, what do you, what do you think of this whole situation? Okay. So again, I'm just in Noel's head and in his head, because he doesn't, he doesn't foresee what's about to occur. He thinks right now he's on track to have sex with Felicity and he's like, I don't think this will derail it, but like, this is a variable and we don't need any variables right now. This, this is something we can deal with after, after he's like, sex. she already broke a planner out. We can't reschedule. It's like, in pen. 
so like and like like so and now so you're saying he shouldn't have sex with the thing is he's gonna have if he really thinks that if he really is that insecure about what if felicity is still hung up on ben taking their relationship forward feels like it's only gonna hurt him more if she ends things because she like is still obsessed with ben yeah but like it's just i think the insecurity about her and and maybe you're maybe you're just saying that the felicity Noel relationship it doesn't work at all but i, I just think the insecurity it, it does be there if if she's over ben which we'll talk about because like it's a little bit of an iffy iffy question mark i think um but elena's sex oh advice God. to felicity is kind of unhinged and i kind of love it where uh, she's like oh listen elena i know you you fucked a lot and so <laughs> we need to like i need i need advice i don't think she Felicity's says a lot Oh, she says she has a lot of experience, is what she yeah, says. Experience, yeah. Um, but she says, I'm a slow starter. And Elena's advice is be the ball, focus the on ball. the ball. And Felicity yeah. asks, which ball are we talking about? <laughs> the right <laughs> or the left? Which one? <laughs> so she means like just just focus on the task, right? Like, don't let extra factors creep into your head. Just actually, this is great advice. If is you- it? Yes, it is because a lot of people, a lot of women have problems like orgasming and enjoying sex because they're too much in your head. I say leave, like make every single little thought in your head evaporate from your brain and just focus on the pleasure and you will have a much better time. Just let those thoughts evaporate. Mm-hmm. You don't care. There is no such thing as what's for dinner tonight. There is no such thing at what your boogers are looking like at the moment. Like, you know, people boogers. are just so, yeah, they're just so in their head. Like, just let every single, like, little thought in your pretty little head evaporate and just focus on the ball. I agree. I think this is good advice. I think it's bad because she tells her to treat it like a chemistry final. Like, I just, I think the problem with this advice from Elena is she's like, take control right away. Keep it going. Eye on the ball. And it's very, like, aggressive and blunt and to the point. And I think it probably would have benefited her to say, like, take your time. Ease into it. Don't rush things, Tom. Like, it, you can see how Felicity can misconstrue this advice. Yeah. Do you remember the episode of Downton Abbey where uh, hmm. Lady Mary had sex with a guy and he yes. and they killed him and he died? Yeah, that was that was like one of the best episodes. I couldn't believe it. She fucked yeah. him to death. It was great. Yeah, I think Elena's gonna kill some people. Um, <laughs> that's uh, like that was scary. Um, she uses her vagina as a weapon. Like, like that's very intense. Um, I don't think uh, very many guys will be able to keep up with that. Um, and uh, I, I, I just, it was very, very intense. Um, yeah. I, what everything Sarah said made sense. I just think what Sarah's describing is different than this because this is. Oh, am I interpreting <sighs> it in my own way and actually giving good advice? I think so. Yes. Oh, okay. Good for me. This but is she, the good like, advice she does it. give her. Yeah. yeah yeah sarah's was like enjoy it and and elena's advice is get this done you're on a mission yeah and- get this over with as quick as possible 
oh, to no. seek and destroy. Yeah, um, destroy. Well, okay. she does give her good advice in terms of like, oh, and, and sexy lingerie is good. And so Felicity has the most awkward conversation on the phone with someone from Victoria's Secret. Do you guys want to help me pick out some Valentine's Day lingerie? No. no. Oh, okay. Uh, people can't hear, but Tom is shaking his head now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sarah. Once again, this is maybe a, a scenario where Julie would be a better friend for you. Uh, yeah. I'm going to ask Michelle. You people are yeah. hopeless. There you go. Um, yeah, I will say this does remind me of a plot in Gimme an O where um, one of the are <laughs> <laughs> is at some point Dr. Love needs new uh, new outfit. And up until yeah. this point, she's been wearing like this very uptight, very like formal uh, clothes, but then um, the football player um, buys her an outfit that is like just like a, a very very short mini skirt and a thong, and she's like, "What? You expect me to wear this?" But then the twist is that she actually enjoys wearing it. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. So that's also that's her name more... is Doctor O. Forgive me, Doctor Love. Doctor Doctor Love. Love. Sorry, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, the speaking of give me an O, Felicity, like Megan walks in on this whole situation and she sees give me an O and she's like, oh my God, this was my favorite book in eighth grade. Did you check out page 46? Rip. Yeah. (laughs) Basically calling her an amateur. But also, she told her that everybody already knows that her and Noel are going to have sex. Yeah. It is all around the block now how did she explain how it got around she said that the male person told her how did the male person find out i mean noel is not being particularly subtle he's <sighs> telling people he's yeah. been tested for stds and he's like clean so is going around yelling it she was in the bookstore yelling i want a, a sex book because i'm about yeah. to have sex okay it's so it, it's just getting around real quick that's yeah that, and honestly i think felicity i feel like the the best way because she she asked elena for advice right i think she should take advice from megan to kind of pool the general information you know but she's very she's like no megan you fucking suck i hate you you probably are into like bdsm no thank you goodbye well she's mm. very judgy of megan um yeah that's shame and so you, you just said that was very obvious what was on page 46 no we want to know we no, don't we want to know, know. I don't know. I assume it was all about like the clit or something. Maybe it was a sexual position. Could be. Um, She's such a visual learner. So it's definitely a picture of of whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like how like um, like how to like give a blowjob or something like something educational. Yeah. The thing is, the people who, uh, everyone who seems to like really enjoy page 46 is a woman. So it seems like it's something that, like, oh, okay. For the woman. That's why I was thinking it was about like, like a clit or like the female orgasm or like something like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, but Felicity has no time for shenanigans. Um, Noel has lit some candles. Felicity goes in and she's, we need to stop Skipping? there. We, we, oh, we, the we need to stop. Yeah, the candles. All right. Okay, I, please. I yes. And I know that there are a lot of pro candle people out there. And like, you're 100% right. Candles are great. They're very romantic. They're very, yeah. uh, they, they smell wonderful. But you just need to know yourself. And you need to know, are you the type of person who at some point is going to knock this candle over and start a fire? Well, um, the problem is, I don't know that open flames are even allowed in dorm rooms. Yeah, this is, this is. 
this is a recipe for disaster and that especially because it's right next to the super dead tree and yeah and and like no you like you were on a mission you you were like there are going to be no variables i don't understand how you decide to light a candle this is something just you you fucked this up no i think it's better in theory the candle thing but you're right i think that it's just more harm than it's worth maybe like dim the lights i don't know are you a lights off person or a lights on person you gotta specify who you're asking here, Sarah. <laughs> either or, neither, or. Neither, neither of us is gonna volunteer to answer that one. You people, I think, <laughs> I think, I think it depends on the occasion, but like probably lean lights off. Okay, lights on, lights on. I mean, okay. yeah. I um, or like a light, a dim light situation can be yeah, nice. D- dim lights, yeah. What Not about, like an overhead light though. That's yeah. just like very harsh. Those um, yeah, some people have like those, white, yeah, those like, like LED lights that like you can change to whatever color, you know. Mm, I think I'm more into like those like fake candles that like yes. give that flicker effect. Sure, and they're like really just LED. Okay, lights, you know. All right, very nice. So um, we got our candles. Yeah. We got our yeah. dead Christmas tree. You did not answer. Did you say lights off or lights on? I like both. Okay. But, yeah, that's what I'm I saying. Mean, it depends on the occasion, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it depends on the occasion. But yeah. um Yeah. Yeah, it. Felicity barges in here. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, she gave me like Terminator vibes. She like yep. she's almost robotic. So she's like, hey, mm-hmm. can I come in? And then she just immediately attacks like Noel and is mm-hmm. like just so extra. Like she rips his shirt off, she takes her shirt off, she like he like fell on a hairbrush, which I'm like, who the fuck's hairbrush is that in his room? Uh, and then she like shoves him down, whips a condom out, and goes to pull his pants off, and he's just like, hold on, hold on, stop. <laughs> That's a little rapey, I'm not gonna lie. It was very aggressive, and he's just like, I think we should like slow down. I need to like, I need to catch my breath. And then some dudes just barge into his room without even knocking uh she tries to hide herself behind him and she's like you didn't lock the door and he's like you didn't even give me a second to lock the door and then Mm -hmm. some punk knocks over the candle and this tree lights the fuck up instantly (laughs) because it's so dead and he didn't nobody watered it and it is a major fire hazard and wait so who does go after and tries to save them because i thought Um, it's not Richard. It's some other guy. I don't know. It who was he the is. guy who was like fuck setups. Um, oh, so he caused the fire and he put it yes. out. No, it was the other guy that caused the fire. Fuck setups guy was the guy who got the. I think. Right. Oh. I just and he was it. he was a volunteer firefighter in high yeah. school. Is what he yeah. says. Um, and then I love the other guy being like, "Doesn't it say we have to evacuate the building with fires?" And I was like, "Yeah, we we have to." <laughs> man way to ruin everything it was so awkward and funny yeah i laughed i I laughed really hard i thought i should have i should have known i should have known when they put the candles and lit them next to the tree but i just wasn't expecting a fire in this episode and so it was so incredible when it happened Gave, I mean, it, the fire it, was very well foreshadowed, though, Jess. For the last two episodes, they've been like, there's going to be a fire. 
And we've talked about it so much, but I never imagined it would actually happen. It was incredible. I love it. And I got to say, as much as it feels like so awkward for Felicity and like she wants to just go like like cocoon for life after this, this is going to be an incredible story to tell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, The first time I tried to have sex, a Christmas tree got on fire. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. This is a perfect uh, podcast story that you can tell in the future. Yeah. And the next day, Noel comes in and he tries to talk to Felicity and she's just like, oh, I don't even know who that person was. Like, I feel so bad about it. Uh, Like, she's like, I just wanted to barrel through it that we could just get it over with. That's so bad. That's so bad. I'm surprised that Noel didn't put the kibosh on it, like, at this moment. He's so fucking horny. For her to be like, I just wanted to get it over with, I would be like. flags. Yeah. Yeah. I would put the 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 stopper on that. That is horrible. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I like because I'm giving Noel a lot of slack because I very much understand his mentality, but I do think that I just wanted to get it over with is like one of those things that just like uh, it feels so bad, feel right? right? Yeah. Like that just feels so bad. For yeah. somebody that you want to be intimate with to say, I just want to get it over with. But I also yeah. think like it's totally understandable from the perspective of someone like who is a virgin and like mm. wants to get it over with so that like the first time jitters are are done and she could be a part of the crowd sure. that's lost their V card, right? Like I think you know, to give Felicity a little bit of grace here. Like, I understand the perspective she's coming from, but I also think Noel should have said, hey, if you're not ready, like, we can wait. Like, we don't have to rush this. But he wants to fuck her so badly that he's just like, listen, it just needs to be romantic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I would say, like, for Felicity, that should have been an inside thought and not an outside talk. You know? Mm -hmm. Um. Tom, what do you think of Noel's next move where he decides to book her a hotel room? He's a man on a mission, Sarah. Um, And he's like, so uh, this didn't work, so I'm going to try my next plan, uh, which is a hotel room. And, like, I I think that's the right move with because apparently he's an RA with an open-door policy is... um, what we've learned by the fact that everyone can just barge into his room. Um, and yeah, I think, I, I mean, it's a nice, it's a fairly nice hotel room, I guess. I, the phone in the bathroom, I guess, is like a sign that this is like, in the 90s. <laughs> that was huge. Like yeah. high end hotel. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I mean, think I guess. Is- I get like the privacy factor, right? Like at least you're not going to have people barging in on you, especially because Noel is an RA, right? Like this will allow you the privacy to have like a romantic night, but it also unfortunately results in Felicity needing to get the night off of work. And the only way she's going to do that, Sarah, is by telling Javier all the juicy deets. I love it. So she goes to Javier and she's like, I need the night off. He's very resistant because it's a busy day at work today. And she admits to him, like, well, actually, he picks up on it, that she is ready to lose her V-card. And he, he's like, well, I don't believe in premarital sex, but uh, I will allow you to go if you tell me all the details, which I was very tickled by. Javier's so funny. 
I love him so much. More Javier. Always more Javier. I know you hate that I don't like Richard, but I love Javier. And I think the general public agrees with me on that. I don't know if they do, but okay. What? If people don't like Javier, I will be devastated. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, like, because you like Javier, I don't think that that, um, like, reassures the Richard crew and makes and is like, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. You win some, you lose some. Correct. I mean, the Richard crew still have some work to do. To to be quite honest, like like. I, we need to see more from Richard, and it needs to be yes. something involved, involving non-fire starting. Yeah, fire safety class would be great for Richard to go through, you know. Uh, he generally is safe with fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, at least we know that he knows what makes a good RA and what makes a bad RA, you know. Um, hmm. So he has that going for him. Uh, Julie and Ben are hanging out and they have like a little cute moment where they're like studying together and they're talking about poetry and they both agree that they like, they like hanging out with each other. And it is, it's a cute little moment. Mm-hmm. Poetry is so boring. Uh, I can't get into it, but you know. Do you think Ben likes uh, Walt Whitman because he likes Walt Whitman or because he's, he's studying with Julie instead of Felicity? Probably. I don't know. What yeah. is Walt Whitman? Is Walt Whitman the one that talks about uh, the path not taken? That was a good um, one. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, Jessica, you were an English what? major. I didn't study poetry. <laughs> and I don't know what Tom's um, undergraduate No, that is by Harry like... Turtle Dove. Okay, oh. well, I'm a huge fan of Harry uh, I will look Walt Whitman I mean Walt Whitman's super famous I think for me the reason I know Walt Whitman's name is because of um is because of Breaking Bad but oh captain my captain I think is one of the more popular mm. ones that I know of there's a mall in Long Island that's called the Walt Whitman mall wow yeah I love Walt Whitman on Long Island <laughs> well they do yeah it's like Billy Joel and Walt Whitman two faves that's it yeah mm-hmm. Uh, I never met a Long Islander that doesn't love Billy Joel. Yeah, that's like Bruce Springsteen and um, Bon Jovi for for Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Well, well, Felicity says my parents never let me eat out of the mini fridge when we go to hotels. So my treat, this thing is fucking stocked. They had Coke. They had glass bottles. They had Nilla wafers. I saw uh, Perrier in there. Uh, I think I even saw a Heineken, which I'm like, how the fuck did they get that? They, they how, you can't even. How are you gonna get that? You're not 21. Uh, Tom, are you? Do you indulge in a mini fridge when you go in a hotel? Huh? Really? Uh, I don't I, think this is a thing think, anymore. Really? Yeah, I don't really, and I don't do hotels very much. Uh, oh, great. Well, yeah, with the advent, uh, invention of the Airbnb. Yeah, they don't. I don't really think that they do it. Like even in vegas only the higher suites get mini fridges um so yeah i think that this is a thing of a past and i think that yeah it has such a bad uh reputation now that people know like they know the thing like oh if you take like a, a drink it's gonna charge you up the wall so i think that yeah people uh don't they don't go they don't indulge in the mini fridges anymore yeah. Generally, when I stay at a hotel, I'm staying at, like, a chain, like, a Hilton or something. And, like, you get a mini fridge, but it doesn't have anything in it. 
So it's not even like an option to be able to to eat the corn nuts or whatever the hell. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. So they're they're indulging in some Coca Colas as they kind of like relax a little bit, which I like this move. Like it's not immediately like let's get naked and fuck. It's like let's take our time. We have the whole night and we have this hotel mm-hmm. room to ourselves. They should take a bath. You know, they could do just some nice chill things first. Mm-hmm. This was a recipe for success. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. where Felicity fucks up, they could have had a great night. But Felicity had to get, like, an extra factor. There was no way that, like, okay, if you want this to work, it has to be contained, uh, a contained, isolated unit. You can't be calling third parties because it's only going to be bad news from there. What is what is Julie going to say? Like, I'm so excited for you. Like, be safe. Well, actually, that's a great thing to say. But anyway, <laughs> what is, what is, what's Felicity looking for? Can we pause for a second? Because the, I, I think this is uh, the funniest moment of the entire episode. <laughs> when Felicity calls Julie and goes, guess where I am? And then flushes the toilet. (laughs) It's so good. She's like, oh, I'm in the bathroom at a hotel suite. Noel got for us. Listen. And the worst part is, Tom, she tries to flush it again. You want to hear it twice? Have you missed the sound of the toilet flushing? Let me do it again for you. (laughs) I I mean, I get. So she is really, really excited because the toilet, the bathroom has a phone. A phone. Yeah, and this is a, this is the storyline in Friends too. Like, apparently, this is like a big fucking deal when who you know wants this. No one should be calling anybody from this phone. Do your fucking business and leave, and then call someone. Is this like a lifeline thing? Like, if you are you like fallen, if you've fallen and you can not get the phone, up, it's on a cord. <laughs> well, maybe you're falling like. I'm sure that Elvis, who died on the toilet, would have really loved a phone when he was dying because then he could have called 911. It's true. But what we need to really talk about, Tom, is the fact that Felicity is such a cock block because Mm -hmm. Julie and Ben are saying goodnight and they get their faces are so close together. They get so close to kissing and the phone rings and interrupts them. Yep. Yeah. um, Yeah. I mean... They had to have like one last wrinkle because I mean I don't I don't I really don't see any way Felicity could go to a hotel room with a a, ba- a phone in the bathroom and not call Julie and flush the toilet to be like <laughs> <laughs> and then like Julie feels so awkward about this because she so badly wants to tell Felicity what's going on right like you know Sarah that instantly you would want to tell your best friends like oh my gosh Ben and I almost just kissed like you would want to divulge that but Julie really isn't able to and yet because she wants to and can't Felicity can recognize that there's something off with Julie yeah and I think it's because like Julie like feels like very bad that she can't share it and once again I think that Julie does the right thing like it's not Uh, how's she she gonna tell her right now she's just about to fuck noel you yeah 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 i mean like i guess she could have made up like uh like a a lie because like felicity like could tell something was up and like julie was like no it's like nothing it's like not a big deal what if what if she phrases it like this what if she says i have great news i'll tell you tomorrow i want you to go have fun with noel but it's not great news that's a lot it is for julie though uh sure well i guess yeah like she needed to phrase it differently but this 
obviously like if if i heard some apprehension in some voice and like somebody was like yeah i'll just like tell you later like i feel like i would be like very honed in on that i'd be like no tell me now tell me now what's wrong like tell me now Mm -hmm. and i think that like this totally killed the mood because she goes back to noel and tries to continue their fun night but she's too distracted and noel i i don't know why noel did this either because he could have just like played dumb but then he's like actually i know what's going on and she's fine uh, because she's hooking up with Ben. Why? Oh. Why? I think Noel... I don't know, Tom. You you tell me what you think, but I, I think Noel is maybe like, Felicity's not going to drop this. Like, maybe if I just tell... I think Noel leads in with the like, no, Julie's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. But that just sparks felicity's curiosity even more of like oh you talked to like you've talked to julie like why and noel's like maybe i could just slip this information in real quick and like then we can fuck i don't know what he's thinking in this moment yeah it's it's a bit self-destructive and i i get telling julie to not tell felicity until after but i do think there's probably also a part of him that's like uh, maybe i feel guilty about that and Maybe there's just a part of him that's like, I want to see Fel- Felicity's reaction when she's like, I, I just, I, I, I want to get the so toxic. It is, but I definitely think that's true, though. I think he wants to see, I think he wants to say it to her and he wants to see her reaction because if Julie tells her, he's not going to get the insta reaction, he's yeah. going to get the contained, prepared like reaction. So, I don't know. He says, like, oh, they're hanging out together. Like, they've been spending time together. Felicity asks, how much time? Which is, like, I don't know. Noel's like, oh, every night. And Felicity just keeps asking questions, right? She's like, oh, when did you find out? And she's like, wait a minute. You've known since yesterday that Julie and Ben? And she says, we're having an affair. And I was like, Sarah, this wording is awful. Like, there's no affair. There's no cheating. They're both single. Yeah, there's, I don't know. It is, it's so messy. And this like makes Noel freak out, which makes Felicity freak out. They kind of just like scare each other off and it's done. Like it's cooked. Like it's ruined. Their perfect night is ruined. Uh, It's very depressing because I think that they could have had a very, very good night if they just unplugged the phone. Yeah. And Tom, like I listen to, to Sarah's point earlier, I understand Felicity saying, like, this is so weird that, like, you and Julie kept this secret from me. Like, I just had a big talk with her yesterday and told her how much I value her. And then, but she didn't say anything about this to me. So, like, you can kind of see Felicity's perspective. But then Noel hits her what with the, it's because she knows the truth. Uh, that you're, like, you're still obsessed with Ben. And I don't know, like... Tom, I want to know what you think of Felicity's reaction to knowing that Ben and Julie went to Vermont together. You know, I think I'm actually... So the word affair is, like, one of those things that makes me cringe because it's, like, an affair. Like, neither one of them is in a relationship. And, like, the Mm -hmm. way... it's, I think it's, like, like, slipping out that, in her mind, Ben is hers. Um, like that's sort of how she like that's how she views it at the same time like she did have feelings for Ben and I don't like necessarily 
think there's anything wrong with like being bothered somewhat that Ben is, is with someone else. Like I like even if even if you're with someone and you're happy with someone, like yeah, and you see your ex with someone else and you're bothered. I don't necessarily think that means like you're not happy with your person. It's just that's true. There's like resonance of your past feelings. Yeah, it feels um, weird. It's just like it's yeah. it's like a weird feeling because like you don't really. It's not like you totally want to be with that person, but it's just like oh, like their life is moving on without me like it's kind of like i don't know it's like there's like this feeling of like did like what was my impact on you like do you miss me like i guess you don't like it kind of hurts your ego a little bit or like maybe felicity's yeah. thinking like oh like maybe there's like you know i don't know like it's so uh, it feels like some sort of a rejection well and i think there's something to like <sighs> Felicity being the last to like get this information. And I also think there's something to Felicity feeling like, wow, no one told me because they all thought I was still obsessed with Ben, which is a, is a commentary on my relationship with Noel and how people like, obviously don't think we're like good together. If they think I'm still obsessed with Ben, like, I think, there's also a part of Felicity that is like concerned with the way her friends see her and why they didn't give her this information. So I, I don't think it's as simple as like, she's, she's still into Ben. Like there's so many other reasons that Felicity could be upset here, but I do, I do also have to have to say, cause I haven't said it this episode, Carrie Russell's acting in this episode is so good. Like she's so good at being like, awkward like even the point when she walks out of the, the bathroom and she like joins ben on the or excuse me noel on the bed is like so awkward and funny and her face when he tells her about julie and ben going to vermont together is so good because it's so perfectly like she's obviously bothered but you cannot tell what she's bothered by exactly like you don't have an exact definition for what's bothering her and but of course noel reads it as I knew it. Like, I knew you were still obsessed with Ben. Like, I knew you're not over him because that is his worst nightmare. Again, bringing me very much back to the love triangle of the Pacey, Joey, and Dawson. You know, it very much brings me back to that where it's like his deepest fear and insecurity that she is still like obsessed with Ben. And so he he can't take it and he leaves. And it's really sad that their night gets ruined in this way. Yeah, it really is because it could have just, it's so preventable and also um like there's just like a lot of assumptions going on so it just mm -hmm. feels frustrating in all fronts and i don't know like i just think that noel just is way too in his head like i really do think that felicity is um really into him and like they need to just be enjoying each other but i also think that they put way too much pressure on this sex thing so mm -hmm. Uh, it was definitely set up to fail. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I also just, there's also a part of it. Um, and I think this is sort of how the episode wraps up. Like, I do think Felicity's also kind of self-sabotaging this a little bit. Cause I, I think that at least what the episode is trying to portray is she's not actually really ready to have sex with uh, Noel. Like, mm -hmm. I think, at least I think that's what they're trying to say. Like, she's having sex for a reason, which is, I mean, 
I don't, I don't necessarily think it's like a, a terrible or it's a, it's a reason you can like sort of understand like you want to feel like yeah. you're part of it and like there's um, this pressure but like the reason she's having sex with Noel is not because she necessarily like is really excited to have sex with Noel she's having sex with Noel because she wants to no longer be a virgin which is maybe not the reason she should be but like I, I mean I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know to pass judgment on that but I think I think I think she's sort of also sort of self-sabotaging too, um, which is why um, she has a reaction to this, and maybe why um, she wouldn't let the Julie thing go. Because if she had just let the Julie thing go and like progress, it, like they like could have just had sex, and so I think that's maybe why she sort of forced the issue. Okay, so switching switching things over to Julie and Ben. Julie goes over to Ben's apartment. Apparently she left a bunch of laundry there. Ben's like, oh, don't worry about it. We could just use Sean's washer and dryer. Just don't tell him about it. Because <laughs> he's already freaking out about the toothbrush. Um, but they have this whole conversation. And I, I love how open Julie is with Ben about, like, I had this conversation with my counselor. And, like, she said, if I like you, like, I should take things slowly and do what I want. And they both agree. Like, the other night, I, you know, we really wanted to kiss each other. And we didn't. And... I really loved this moment and they, they kiss and it's so sweet. Very sweet. I do like them together and I like that she's being open. I think that, um, well, I mean, I'm really happy that she's going into therapy, especially after the trauma that she experienced. And I think it's like really good communication that they're able to openly talk together. It like really is a promising start to a relationship, which is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, these two have like have pretty much liked each other from the very beginning of the the series, and like the only reason they haven't gotten together yet is because of Felicity causing drama. So Felicity ruins everything. Um, yeah, yeah, it is really cute. Um, then we get the best scene of the entire episode, and like, I'm so sorry, but. When the song Everybody Hurts is on and Noel is just like, it reminds me of the scene from The Office where Michael Scott is like singing the, uh, uh, I can't remember what the hell it is, but he's singing a song and he won't buy the song on iTunes. He just keeps listening to like the same sample over and over again. Um, Noel just singing Everybody Hurts is just everything. I've never been more convinced that he's a Pisces in my entire life. <laughs> he's in his like sad boy music error era, era mm-hmm. and he just doesn't want anybody to interrupt him and um and she, he gets interrupted yeah elena has no time for this bullshit yeah well for, first real quick what is your sad song what is your oh i'm depressed i'm gonna listen so um I mean the the song uh, "You're Losing Me" um, really hit hard in who, 2023. Who sings it? Taylor Swift. I, I'm just I'm I figured, but okay, you know, yeah. I had to so make sure. I'm pretty like um, I mean like I've talked about this song a lot. Not maybe not here, but it was essentially like a a mirror into my uh, previous relationship, and it really helped me um like move forward from it. And also, but <laughs> in my in my heyday, like I would have so it didn't get like released on streaming, and like the only way I had access to it 
was a CD that I got at the Taylor Swift concert. So it would only be in, I would only listen to it in my car, but like I would like go on like 40 minute drives and just like listen to that song on the CD. And I would just like go back. It was like, it was really bad. And eventually like funnily enough, like Adam, who was like my friend at the time, he was like, we, we got to wean you off this song. Like he was like, it is not good for you. So he was like, we're only allowed to listen to the song like three times today. And uh, eventually it, it worked. So that is definitely was my sad song of 2023. Um, and then also, I mean, I have a billion because I just have like so many sad songs, but also um, like Billie Eilish's uh, song, um, which uh, when the party's over that's also was like a sad song in my sad song era uh, i have a lot of sad songs mm-hmm. i could I, I have a playlist that's that's called it's about like all with sad songs i could share that one day lots of sad songs okay yeah um probably unsurprisingly i don't i don't i don't have a like sad song that i go to i don't i don't the thing is, I um Sarah is much healthier in terms of like her recognizing her sadness and leaning into it for the relief mm-hmm. of it all. I am I I live by the avoidant uh strategy where if I just don't look my sadness in the face it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm generally attempting to lean away from the sadness not lean in, but I will say like s- songs that like make me sad or like put me in that that mood. Um I would say this year, this past year, certainly Billie Eilish's What Was I Made For, which is, like, from the Barbie movie, is, like, haunting in a way. And I think also resonates a lot with uh, – specifically with women. And I really, really love that song. Um, but then, like, an, an old school one um, – I'm just looking up who originally sang it because it's been covered a zillion times. Uh, the song Hallelujah from by Leonard Cohen mm. is like, I think the most beautiful song I've ever heard. And there's something about that song that also like puts me in that funk. But I don't I don't have a go to sad song because generally I'm trying to avoid the sadness that is following me. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. Tom, what about you? Exile. Uh, oh, and yeah. I, I think I've told her this because she's and like, who is oh, the singer? Your... Who's the singer of Exile? It's uh, Taylor Swift and Bon Iver. Oh, okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also yeah. a YouTube video with a lot of sad moments that has some sort of uh, like piano music, but I'm not actually sure what the song is called. Um, yeah, you're. Uh, weren't you watching like uh, like the Pacey and Joey edit of Exile like on repeat for a while? Yeah. That was. <laughs> That was a thing. That's yeah, funny. it definitely was a thing, yes. <laughs> uh, but okay. I, I do think Everybody Hurts is like a really great sad song. I have to it's say. Up there. Like, it's up there. It Noel's works very killing well. it. Yeah. But Elena is like, no, man, you're not you're not going to wallow. I need advice. Is this a skirt? How does this look? <laughs> Why do people go with Noel with their, these ridiculous problems? <laughs> I think it. I mean, like it's a skirt, right? It looks. She's it looked wearing like a skirt. skirt. It looks. Like Anything can be a skirt if it if it's a skirt. Except like, she immediately goes to Blair and he's like, "That's a headband. It's for your hair." Yeah, it's not scary. He, yeah. yeah, very embarrassing. But yeah. she pulled it off. Uh, she so. did. And she, but I love her saying, "Now I'm standing in the cafeteria with a headband around my ass." <laughs> 
Wow. It was well, rough. But know. it worked. It worked. Uh, like I said, it kind of is a survivor buff, so you can really do what you want with it, truly. Yeah. Uh, Felicity confronts Julie. She says, no told me. And Julie's like, oh, I'm sorry. I know I should have won the one to tell you. I just thought you would freak out. And Felicity's like, I'm not going to. Like, I, she says, I've been holding on to this crush, stupid crush for so long. I think I was scared to let it go. Like, if I did, I admitted that Ben and I were never going to get together and that somehow it would put everything into question. Uh, which, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I don't really, I don't, I'm, I don't think I have one for this one. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of awkward. And then, like, Ben walks up and Felicity's like, oh, you two sit together. I'm going to go actually, like, over here. Which is nice, I guess. Yeah, and she but uses she, that ex exact voice too. That, I'm gonna go over here. Yeah, and I think she's like, she's like, I gotta go anyway. Like, take notes for me. I'm skipping class today. Ooh. Yeah. Well, at least she's figured out her shit, I guess, for now. Good for her. I thought that I mean, she was like, they had a good conversation. I thought that was really good. Yeah, it, at the very least, she's like trying to reassure Julie that, like, you know. I'm not like obsessed with Ben and the fact that she goes to Noel is like a good sign of her like wanting to make things work with him um and so she does she does go to Noel and Noel immediately like starts talking first he's like I'm so sorry like I shouldn't have left you last night like I know this is a big deal like it, once we have sex everything changes so it has to be for the right reasons um and that you need to want to do this and I, this is the speech I was hoping he would give pre-motel or hotel where he mm -hmm. says, like, you know, I, I don't want you to have sex because it's something everybody's doing. But, like, I don't want it to be a mistake. And I, I think it's going to be great. But, like, I want us to work out long term. They're fine. They made it work. I think this is what she needed to hear. They need to slow it down. You know, like yeah. do it for the right reasons. Do it the right time. Don't do it because everybody else is doing it. Like they'll get there, assuming that they don't go like crazy on each other, which they probably will. But as long as they don't go crazy on each other, they'll get there. Right? Right? Have to be. Yeah, I think these couples are probably going to last the whole four seasons and <laughs> are reconfiguring in any way. Yeah, I think so too. I'm really glad that it's such like a stable, healthy mm -hmm. everybody is in a stable, healthy relationship. That's phenomenal. I love Noel saying, uh, I can't believe I just talked you out of having sex with me. Um, that was really funny. And and Noel says that uh, Ben was like a bad habit and they're difficult to get rid of. Uh, and then they call each other girlfriend and boyfriend. And they Aww. make out. They're Facebook official now. Yeah. Before Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, this that this was the sweet moment that uh, you said I love love, and yeah, th this got me. The her saying you're my first boyfriend, and it it's very cute. Um, mm -hmm. And then they go into the cafeteria and awkwardly have a double date uh, with uh, Julie and Ben. Is it yeah. awkward? I felt awkward, but I think they're okay with it. Why is it awkward? They're fine. Everyone's fine. Because it's just a little weird. I don't know. They like they they're a little too smiley. Like we're all so happy about this, yay, yay! Everyone's fine and happy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought they were good. 
Nothing. And then Blair and Elena join them, and it's a three triple date. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they all look happy at the end of the day. So good for them. I'm sure this will this happiness will last a very long time. I mean, really, like, what do you think? Like next episode, they're it's gonna blow up in their faces. Mm, probably. Do we get one it, like, episode two of them happy? Two episodes, maybe. Two episodes, maybe. I think. All right. Um, I would take it if they're happy for one episode or two episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing can make me happier than um, our characters being happy. Mm-hmm. Let's award a winner for Gimme an O. Who wins this episode? No. What? Why? Because he um, almost didn't have sex. No, um, almost didn't have sex. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but just based on our reaction, it feels like of the the four people involved, Noel kind of handled the Julie Ben situation the worst. The worst, yeah. Yeah, this is why my vote was going to be for Julie, who I think does yes. try to do the right thing throughout the entire episode. Yeah, and I is mean, going to therapy, which we also love to see. Yeah. Actually, I agree with that. I vote for Julie as well. Tom, what yeah. do you think? Uh, yeah, Julie works. Uh, honorable mention to Elena for rocking the headband as a miniskirt, which uh, the fact oh, that yeah. she pulls it off is great. And yeah. uh, for the guys who can keep up with her, I think she has a very healthy and happy sex life. Probably um, yeah. there, there yeah. probably will be some dead bodies in her future, but. Mm. Um, <laughs> I hope not. I don't want her to be a murderer. No. I don't think it's It might be murder. manslaughter if it's accidental. I don't, oh, okay. I don't that's fine then. Manslaughter. I think it's I think it's all just accidents accidents. Um, well, you're in the law, Tom, so you would know what this would be yeah, considered. I mean, yeah, just everyone needs uh everyone needs to be warned. She's she's the ball. And mm-hmm. uh the ball she can has her be eyes scary, on the ball. Um Let's get into some feedback. Uh, We got a message from Lily and she's catching up on our Felicity episodes. And she says there's a couple things she thinks that might be hindering our viewing. She said, number one, parts of the show are absolutely a comedy. I also feel like it's very influenced by my so-called life, which she thinks we should cover. Uh, The color palette, the random side characters who pop up for a few comedic one-liners, then pop back out. The voiceovers, they're all very my so-called life. The show is not aiming to be Dawson's Creek. It's meant to be more grounded in reality, including having a more diverse group of people filling out the background with bizarreness and drama. So that's Mm. really interesting to hear. Mm. So who knows how how prominent Richard will actually be, folks? Just saying. He could be in and and out kind of guy. I don't want to stick up for Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek was definitely meant to be funny at points. Oh, yeah, Um, but I definitely think it's more dramatic, right? Like, you're not supposed to laugh when Joey says, I could be sexual too, Dawson. (laughs) That was hilarious. (laughs) Which we did laugh at. Oh, Uh, I don't don't know. (laughs) Uh, I I, I get what they're saying. I I do think uh, Felicity's maybe a bit more removed from it. Although, I don't know. Uh, Dawson's Creek was pretty funny, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. at first place. Uh, she also says, speaking of Felicity, she said, I don't think Felicity is supposed to be admired or a role model, but I do think she's meant to be painfully relatable. So every mm-hmm. time she does something cringe, the writers are aware. She's that sheltered girl who feels too much and cannot maintain a cool facade. I also think the Carrie Russell of it all is impossible to understate. 
People love Felicity as a character because Carrie makes you feel every bad decision, every humiliation. She and Michelle Williams basically own that quote unquote amazing actress on the WB who played characters that made us go fetal from secondhand embarrassment. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I um, you know, I'm actually I'm I think I'm like I did hit a turning point with Felicity as a character after the Thanksgiving episode. I agree. Like, I um I don't I I don't hate her. Like I think that she yeah. is like she definitely gets cringy, but I don't think that like she's like unbearable at one point. And like I think that the a lot of the like I mean like I think in this episode she was like doing a like a really good job. Like I think that she's being a good friend to Julie. Um, I think that she's like I do think that she's starting to be pretty endearing. And I also agree that like. Um, I mean, if anybody was the problem in this episode, it was Noel for various reasons. So mm -hmm. I do think that I'm turning a corner with Miss Felicity. Um, mm -hmm. And I also think that like Carrie Russell is like super talented, like probably too too talented to be on it. Well, I don't know. This, this well, apparently she she says she won a Golden Globe for season one, which is oh, like good. pretty interesting. Yeah, I just uh, watched Waitress. Um, mm -hmm the the musical but also i watched the original movie and she was phenomenal in that too mm -hmm. she's very talented that carrie russell um she is in the americans where she plays a russian spy oh. uh who does a lot of uh action scenes and uh i i think her audition for that might have been the scene where she threw noel down on the bed and uh, <laughs> hey. yeah uh, oh. Yeah, she, uh, Lily also says she's extremely frustrating at times, but I think her cringe is meant to make you wince. And often they do want you to laugh at her and how much she overanalyzes and blows things out of proportion. In my mind, she's sort of the most entertaining aspects of Dawson, the melodrama and fail attempts at being a quote unquote normal teenager without the more infuriating ones, which are mm -hmm. everyone propping him up as a hero and the most amazing ardor ev uh, who never has to face consequences when he messes up. That's um, well, I mean, so true. Like that was so mm -hmm. annoying. Like when when we were, I mean, like the show Dawson's Creek loved they it was their favorite thing to do was like make Dawson like their god, as well as Joey. Like that's just like the, yes. they were always just like praising them at all times. Um I mean, I don't know, like Felicity. Yeah. Felicity's Felicity. She Felicities. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting to compare her to Joey, especially because, like, uh, when Felicity said, You're my first boyfriend, it made me realize that um, by this point in uh, Dawson's Creek, I think Joey had had like four different boyfriends and had had sex. And uh, <laughs> even though we spent, we, you spent so long talking about how she was kind of a prude, but like by this point, she was. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Well, I think that the comparison is more to Dawson because they're, I mean, like always in their head. And I, I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe they're not. She's hmm. an interesting mix between the two. Like, because um, she's got Joey's brains um, and then Dawson's sort of night. Eve, I'd give of. her most I'd give her most Dawson she's most like Dawson I think of of everyone 
Mm -hmm. um but thank you so much lily for sending in that feedback that was really interesting to read uh about especially about like carrie russell and just how like acclaimed she was in this role at the time um we also got a voicemail from temmy so let's see what he had to say hi people i haven't seen one of those yellow birth control tablet holders in a while you should get one of those holders for your 90s Snack taste tests. <laughs> this inspired birth control tablet is yum. Love that for you, Sarah. It's just sweet Disney. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, they removed the sexual orientation questions on the blood donation questionnaires uh, from like the Red Cross. So Thank I think goodness. that's relevant from this episode. Mm-hmm. And on an all new episode of Hudson River Creek. Noel acts like Dawson when he's saying that this is the rehearsal. <laughs> or it's kind of like that, I think. And there are a lot of secrets with interesting reveals at different times in this episode. It's really like the longest day uh, from Dawson's Creek, but it doesn't have season long consequences. You know, maybe they should just end the show Felicity with that final montage. It's kind of like perfect, but. That's too early, right? It would save us a lot of time and heartbreak. Sarah, do you still look forward to college shows in the same way that you did before watching Dawson's Creek and Felicity? Or do you have to get your Greek life fixed by watching Neighbors? Speaking of Dave Frank. Sarah, do you want to answer that, <laughs> answer that question um, for me? Okay, so like, yes, I really do wish that there was more Greek life in these shows. Um, My favorite college show still, I think, is the show Greek, which I um, am obsessed with. That is a, uh, it was an ABC family show, and it was all about Greek life. And I think that they do like a really good job um, just showing like college life and Greek life. Um, neighbor and also I do watch like a lot of sorority fraternity movies and neighbors is uh, very fun I watched both neighbors one and two when um, we were just about to start covering platonic on PSR Mm -hmm. um, because I was like watching like all of Seth Rogen's like Rolodex and of course Rose Byrne was in that movie too it was like the movie that they like I, I got to see their chemistry uh, mm-hmm. from those movies. So um, in terms of like, do I still like college shows? Yes. Do I wish there was more Greek life? Of course. So yes. There you go. Franco. I don't know what the big deal is anyway. Just a giant thumb and a turtleneck. Whoop-dee-doo. <laughs> so like to hear the answer. So. Thanks. Bye. That's from Dawson's Creek, isn't it? Just a giant thumb, thumb and a, a turtleneck. What do you do? I think that's from I think that's from Dawson's Creek. Um, what was that? Uh, a feel... penis. It's a penis. oh, okay. It's a penis. A thumb and a turtleneck. Oh, I mean, yeah, okay. Sorry, yeah. I. <laughs> uh, and uh, Temmy also let us know that apparently in Bob Odenkirk's memoir, he mentioned that um, it's a. I think that it's a community. Uh, quote Jess. Oh, you Annie know, I knew it was from it. something. Yes, that's Annie who says that. That's right. Because yeah. she's talking about penis and she's like, whoop de doo. Yeah. 
That I can hear not, it now. That did not sound like a uh, a Joey line. I thought it was a Jen line or something. I don't know what no, I was thinking. That definitely was. doesn't sound like a Jen line. Um, uh, but anyway, so uh, Temi also said that apparently J.J. Abrams was really good friends with the people who play Sean and Megan, uh, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep, then Greg, Greg Grunberg, who is the pilot in Lost. Yes, yes. Uh, and then we also got a voicemail from DBK, so let's see what he has to say. What up, though, ladies? Okay, uh, maybe I already said in my voicemail for this week, but I feel like I didn't do the email stuff, so <laughs> I'm resending in my thoughts just in case. So season 11, um, give me an O. Felicity almost had sex. Elena gives her the great advice of be the ball, which I use to this day. You gotta put your hand up to your face, do the little, like, cuddle vision and say, be the ball. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is a great episode. Funny stuff all around. I love like Felicity almost burning Noel's roof down, and Noel's like, "We can still do it. We can still do it." Good stuff. Um, also, we found out that Julie and Ben weren't hooking up. Kind of just, just so you guys know, no points awarded there because you guys thought they were hooking up again, which I, I don't think they were. Um, but now they are. Um, yeah. And then this is the halfway point for season one of Felicity. So I'm going to need your uh, rankings of the characters. Uh, right. you you want. And uh, yeah. Until oh. next week, ladies. Peace. This is so fun. Wow. Rankings, rankings, okay. rankings. Okay. So who's in the pot here? Um, yeah, we need me, to make a. Got, we we got to make a, make a list. Who's okay. so we got Felicity, mm-hmm. Julie, Noel, Ben, Elena, Julie, Ben, Noel, Elena. Do we want to put like um like should Sean and Megan, Megan, Sean, Megan. Richard? I don't think Blair should count. I feel like he's not around enough. No, to count. he's a nothing. Uh, and I think that they need to be in like more than like four episodes at this point. Like, I don't know if we should include like Richard because you're just gonna play him on the bottom anyway. No, listen, uh, Richard has been on two episodes barely, so I don't think he should be on the list. Okay, yet. do we include uh, Sally? No, because I don't even know who the fuck no, Sally is. Or a, she's real. Sally's a ghost. She's not real. She's not <laughs> real. Sally is a ghost. Uh, Sally uh, did say something at the end of the episode, but I don't give a shit what it was. So okay, so Felicity, Julie, Noel, Ben, Megan, Sean, and am I missing anybody? Elena. Uh huh. So I okay. need to I need to put my do my rankings okay, hold here. On. Do you be, okay, a little Tom. Do a little like calculation noise. <laughs> cal- cal- calculating, calculating, calculating. It's <laughs> a good robot noise. Oh man. Oh wait, no, I need to. I'm still I'm I'm doing mine, but I am doing them on the fly very quickly. So I'm gonna try try to pick up the pace. I don't know if mine are gonna be like popular. I feel like this is I'm gonna have some unpopular opinions here. Yeah. Um. Yikes. Yikers. So I've got seven. Do you want to start with your number seven? Beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> I'm missing some. Oh, I need to put him in here. Where am I going to put him, though? Um, But who's really last? Oh, no. This is horrible. <laughs> I'm ready. 
Okay, Sarah, you go this first. This is not very well thought out, but number well, no, we we didn't think about the fact seven. that we're we're halfway through. So um, I'm putting Megan in number seven. I think that I still don't know what Megan's up to, and she just comes in and like puts her underwear in the fridge and does creepy <laughs> things and has like creepy clown statues in her house. And I I and she spreads rumors. So I'm putting Megan last. Interesting. Um, I have Megan higher up than that just because I think she provides some like comedic relief at the very least. Um, I am really struggling here. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the, uh, this is a hot take. I think I put Noel last. Um, he's, he's adorable, right? I love me some Scott Foley and his pillowy lips, uh, as we Mm -hmm. like to say, however, he's needy, baby, greedy, baby. Um, he cheated on his girlfriend. He did so many things wrong. Uh, he kissed Felicity twice while he had a girlfriend. Um, Mm -hmm. I just don't think he's been that great. And so, and he also caused a fire. Um, I want to change my Twitter bio to needy baby, greedy baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I put him last, unfortunately. But that's so I vigorously defended Jess's right to slander Xander. In the Buffy, uh, yes. I'm having some trouble uh, not uh, objecting I'm to this. So ranking. sorry, so sorry, but it, it is what it is, right? Uh, Sarah, who is your number six on your list? I'm gonna put Sean once again, kind of like Megan. Like, I just don't have enough of Sean yet. I like his inv- inventions, and I think that he has a good business mind, but um, I just haven't learned like what makes Sean click. I completely agree with you. And I also have Sean here. I love the little snippets that we've seen of him beyond the fact that he compared um, Julie to a plot of land. Uh, I generally enjoy him when he's on my screen. I think his little business ventures are really fun and I hope we get more of them, but I couldn't put him above some other characters because he's not as fully fleshed out. So um, that's where he lands for me as well. All right. Number five, Sarah. Hello. Tom didn't do. Oh, Tom. Sorry. Where's your number six? Oh, I didn't. Uh, I'd go Megan and Sean. I think I'm with Sarah at this point. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Sean, Sean number five. Number yes. five. I have Ben, and the reason is because Ben is like white rice. He is good but plain, and I just want more from him. I'm saying pretty much agree with that assessment of Ben, but this is where I have Megan. Um, because I love what Megan brings to the table. I love her being a thorn in Felicity's side. I love her putting her bra or underpants or whatever the hell she put in Felicity's mini fridge. I want to know what's in the box, Megan. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I absolutely love, I love Megan. So Megan is falling at number five for me. Yeah. I'm a little bit torn because I'm, I'm actually would be tempted to just put Felicity here. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I would put Felicity here. Um, okay, I'm giving Ben some credit, even though he he, he kind. Of, I'm I'm very much Team Noel over Team Ben. Uh, I think I think I've made that. I think that's there. been very clear, Tom. Um, <laughs> but on, on, on the other hand, uh, Felicity is like actively just ruining Ben's life, like all over the place. Like it's true. Ben, like if Felicity wasn't there, Ben would and Julie would be like so happy together at this point. They would have been dating for like months. Um, they probably would have already slept together and like been in like a, this happy relationship, and instead, like they're just getting together now because of Felicity's mm-hmm. uh, path of destruction. Yeah. 
Uh, Sarah, what do you have in the number four spot? Number four, I have Elena. I think that I really like the episode. It was a Thanksgiving episode where we got to see a little bit of Elena's home. I also really liked learning about, um, like, she's such an interesting, strong character because I love how she didn't want to, um, like, get the scholarship based off of, like, race or or creed like she wanted to get it on merit so i really like that episode as well it, it's just like you know i just think that like we need to incorporate her um more give her more storylines but i'm really excited about elena uh versus like ben who like i'm not like excited to hear that much more about so that's why elena's in this place number four i have felicity um girl have not forgiven how crazy you've been you are a little bit of a stalker um but you're a little messy and i love a messy character but i can't put you higher than this because also you're a little bit too much at times uh and also very awkward and cringy a lot of the time so felicity is my number four what about you tom yeah this is where i would put ben i i gave him the bump over felicity because uh uh just like Felicity's ruined his life, but uh, mm -hmm. I don't particularly love Ben. Yeah, that's very fair. I actually have Ben in my number three spot. And to Sarah's point, he's a little bland, right? He's a little milk toasty toast. He's a little boring, but he was stalked by Felicity. This is not his fault. He must be above her. And honestly, I feel like he's being so kind to Julie. And so I felt like this episode alone, I felt like did wonders for him, for my, for where I would rank him. So Ben is my number three. Sarah, what about you? Um, I have no here. He probably gets the hot bump, but also <sighs> probably I think, <laughs> I think that he's like a really like interesting character. And I think that he also like, yeah, he like messes up a lot but i think that we are really supposed to root for him and i think that once he gets some confidence he's going to be less desperado and i don't really foresee him like being like that problematic as the mm -hmm. seasons go on tom what do you think who do you have at your number three i think this is where i put elena i'm a little scared to put her this low because um, I think she's going to go on a murder spree at some point, but uh, yeah. uh, and she is the ball, but uh, yeah, I, like her storylines aren't always like the, the ones I'm most interested in, but I, I do really like her and I do think uh, she brings a good energy to the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have Elena at number two. I love Elena, I think her snark is fun. I love how straightforward she is, she always tells you what's on her mind. I love how much she kind of uses and abuses Noel at times. And I love her study methods. I love a, a reward system when you study. Mm -hmm. So Elaine, I love the way she got the mini fridge. She called out nepotism. Uh, uh, you know, I, lo I love Elena. I want more from Elena. I agree with you, Tom. Like, I want more from Elena. But I'm happy with what we've gotten so far. And I, well, I want them to expand on her a bit. So I have her at my number two. Sarah, you have two characters left. Who's at number two? 
Number two is Felicity. I got to, we wouldn't be here, right? If there was no, there would be no Felicity show if there was no Felicity. You got to give credit where credit's due. She is actively trying to make improvements on her character. And she's actively trying to improve herself and better herself. And on top of that, like, I think that it's been really uh, interesting to follow her journey. So I think that... I uh, am moving up Felicity in my rankings, and that is why currently she's at number two. Wow. High placement for her. Tom, who do you have at your number two? Yeah, so this is where I would put Noel higher than both of mm. you. I'm clearly the mm -hmm. biggest Noel fan of the, of the, of the group. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. He did kiss Felicity twice while he had another relationship. However, as, as was discussed, him and uh, Hannah had an agreement where they could date other people. Um, Wait, that so, happened after the kisses. No, him and Hannah have had that agreement. He just told Felicity about it after the kisses. I don't remember that. I no, don't remember but, that either. And she was she was kind of dating some guy in Chicago. She was talking to some guy. Her lips were not attacking someone else's lips. I don't lips, think that they Thomas. had an open relationship, Tom. They did I not. They, an open go back and rewatch the episode where they mm -hmm. first kissed and he talked about Hannah. And, like, I think he was open. probably lying. Yeah. And Jessica, when, she's, when Hannah said she was talking to some guy in Chicago, you do know that meant that she was making out with that guy, right? No, she said they were getting to know each other. I don't think they were making out. Hannah's a very nice person. I don't think she's going to be cheating on people. I'm just saying. Well, if I'm they have an open relationship and they're not well, cheating. Relationship. Well, if they had an open relationship. Yes. Jess, what do you think getting if. to know each other means? It means they yeah. were making up. That's talking, talking. chatting, you know. No, it's talking is not chatting. Stop Stop. I can't with these. No, listen, listen. Talking is more than talking. What the fuck? I will die before I admit that talking means more than talking because that's ridiculous. Use a different word. Talking is taken. Anyway, mm. moving uh, on. Yeah. The number one spot. Uh, I think we might all have the same i'm yeah, not i can't remember what tom has left right we're all we're all pro julie this is the pro yeah, julie, julie podcast she's yeah. our queen queen um, julie I, yeah. never does I, anything wrong <laughs> i mean i really like julie i think that she also like ben got like brought into this mess without her uh approval like she uh she probably just wants to be erased from this whole narrative and is going to therapy she had like some really bad things happen to her in her first semester and she's working through them um she has communicated very well with felicity while um, if felicity wants to listen or not and she is also trying to communicate very well with ben and on top of that, like, she's the only one that leaves Noel alone. Like, truly. Like, she really just, but like. she asked him for advice just this episode. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, she's not, like, up his ass. She just wants to play her guitar and find her mom. Her mm -hmm. birth mom. Yeah. I love Julie. I think she's always trying to be the best person she can be and, like, be kind to everyone. And I appreciate that about her. Uh, I think she's a great friend and I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they'll ruin her. You know, it's certainly possible yeah. they could ruin her as a character. I didn't, wouldn't put it past the show to ruin any of these characters. Yeah. Yeah. She's also played by the pink power ranger. And I know that doesn't mean anything to you too, but uh, the pink power ranger I was very power important. Ranger. Very important to me in my childhood. Yeah. But I like Trina. Tr isn't Trina the yellow one? Yeah, she is. Yeah. I was a big fan of Trina. I had like, um, 
a nightgown that was like a yellow Power Ranger nightgown. So that that's what was my Power Ranger of choice. Mm-hmm. Well, Julie I, is currently the leader yeah. of our rankings. We'll yes. see if she stays that way by, by the end of the season. But also, thank you so much, DBK, for the reminder. Please also send us a reminder uh, at the end of the season. Although <laughs> we'll probably remember because we're yeah, we do a season wrap up, so we'll remember to do it for that. But I always forget halfway through the season. I never can remember. Yeah, um, we appreciate so we you. appreciate the reminder. Yeah. Um, I do have a voicemail from Linda uh, wow. from last week. So some thoughts on finally. Uh, so I am going to play that. I love this episode so much. There's so much chaos. We finally meet Richard, who, you know, has been studying all day. He wants to have an appetite. He just wants to feed his belly. And Noel has the audacity to barge in and report <laughs> him. It's okay, because the tables turn so quickly when Richard catches Noel and Felicity making out in the stacks and delivers my favorite line of the entire series. I'm going to report you. I'm going to report your ass. Yeah. The way Rob Benedict delivers this line has me in complete hysterics every single time. <laughs> then the chaos goes oh next level when Megan sells Noel some beet saturated smoke powder and Noel's allergic reaction freak out from being confused by how tiny Elena is to being annoyed by how slow Megan is talking to its complete this is unacceptable freak out on Ben and Felicity <laughs> is a pure comedic gold. I love every minute of this absolute chaos. And of course, Richard is there. He's always there. And he deems Noel unfit to be an RA. Mm-hmm. I just I just love this. I think he's such an awesome adversary for Noel. And I really feel like Richard like is he brings something that's been kind of missing and I love it. I love his energy. I love everything about him. And I just, this episode is just, oh, um. I got cut off. I was saying that the episode is completely amazing. And just one more thing, curing hiccups by holding a penny between your toes and thinking about three old men. What girl, what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know if that was like good hiccup advice, but well, I think we said at the time that it was like just to distract your brain. Yeah, um, I believe that. I love what Linda is saying about Richard being Noel's adversary because mm-hmm. Noel thinks Ben is his adversary, but we know <laughs> Richard is his adversary. Yeah, and I want this to continue throughout the entire series that like Richard is always trying to undercut Noel. That would put me on Richard's side, you know? Screw the barbecuing in the dorm. Light up that fire, baby. I'll be on Team Richard if he just keeps undercutting Noel. That would be great. And he will. We'll see. Yeah. He's the yeah. he's the he's the one we need, apparently. Richard is yeah, our hero. Yeah. So. This is a, a Team Richard podcast. Apparently <laughs> we are. Um, so if you want to send in feedback, please do so. Uh, shit90spod.com, shit90spod at gmail.com. Oh, or hit us up on social media at shit90spod. Uh, Sarah, would you like to hear the title of the next episode of Felicity? Tell me, tell me. Season one, episode 12, Friends. 
Is Felicity going to try to be friends with Ben or something? Yeah, probably. That sounds Ugh, about right. I feel like that's what we're doing. Yeah. We'll see. Well, that's next episode. Um, Tom, thank you so much for joining us, bringing your wisdom, bringing your insight, as always, bringing your opinions, and bringing the research on Gimme and O. We greatly appreciate your service. Thank you. It was, <laughs> Anything? It, was a, it was a joy to give my book, book report on just the masterpiece <laughs> that is... Uh, <laughs> Give me a no. Uh, anything you'd like to plug or promote? Uh, no, nothing really plug or promote. Uh, excited to listen to your uh, future uh, Felicity podcast and the Buffy podcast, which I am loving. Yes, we also and have Buffy you. podcasts coming out on Thursdays if you haven't caught, uh, caught up on those yet. Um, and uh, this is Jam in January, and we also just released That Thing You Do! Exclamation point. So check out that podcast as well. That It was much shorter than the movie. So don't be alarmed. You don't have to listen to a two and a half hour podcast about a two and a half hour movie. Uh, I think that's about everything. Sarah, anything else you can think of? No, the Chiefs are up 14 to 7 in the game right now. Well, now they know exactly when we recorded this podcast, Sarah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, well, thank you all for listening. We will be back next week with Season 1, Episode 12. Until then, have a good one. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me.